Jay Reeves, good to have you in the car, brother. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I had this for breakfast. Got organic seaweed. We about to roll some uh, sushi. No, organic seaweed. I had this every morning, bro. You about? You ever had this, bro? No, look. It's a little piece right here. You not about to eat that. No, you try one. Mm -mm. Just one, mm -mm. dog. Just one. You eat sushi? Yeah, I eat oh, sushi. Okay. I promise you. Okay, uh, all right, look. Dog, just take a half piece. I'm telling you. Like, I I'll try, I'll try and probably on the way back. No, I'm not trying to worry that, man. Your camera's looking. Everybody looking. Just one, man. What? What? I promise you, it's not bad. I can be with Susie. You need that water? <laughs> This is bad. <laughs> Bruh, you didn't like that? <laughs> oh, man. Man, that's that, man, that's that seaweed. Yeah, yeah that's like, that seaweed for real. <laughs> man, hey. Man, how the year going, man? I mean, this is this is uh, trading camp number three for you, am I right? Yeah. What's the what's the difference, man? What, tell us the difference this year between the first two. Uh, you know, we definitely, uh, as I would say, turned up camp a little bit more. You know, um, this year, which is good. Uh, I feel like we, you know, everybody got a lot to prove. Uh -huh. So you know, we gotta go out there and show ourselves, basically. And um, how about it's, you it's, though? You talk about the team. I'm talking about <laughs> how is Jay Reed this year? Oh, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be the best I can be for, you know, for the team, you know. Just make sure I'm more reliable for those guys and that I can go out there and, you know, play to the top of my game. You know, do everything I'm supposed to do right to be accountable for them. Well, one of the things, you know, I, I, I've been seeing lately, I mean, the biggest difference that I see so far with you, first of all, man, you look good, man. Sometimes I don't even know what position you play, <laughs> man. You look, you know what I'm saying, you look nice and slim. But man, I ain't trying to put your business out there, but man, your your diet has been real healthy. You wanna talk about that? Yeah, man. About a about a year and a half ago I had to cut that beef and that pork out, man. You know, <laughs> pick up on some more of the greens. And uh yeah. I just had to leave that alone. I think I was too much in love with bacon double cheeseburgers <laughs> in the head. <laughs> that was my kryptonite. That was, that was your kryptonite there? Yeah. And, and and since cutting out that you know red meat and, and pork, how much better you feel? I feel way much better, man. Like I feel like I recover faster. Uh, I feel like you know I wake up with more energy. Right. I feel like I can go longer in the game. I just feel you know way better about myself. Right. Take take us back to the beginning, man. When did you when did you start playing football and falling in love with football, man? Man, I really started playing at five, but. By the time I was six, I, I could actually, you know, play in like a real, like park league. And I started playing uh, flag football. Mm -hmm. I was a tight end. When I was younger, like smaller, I wasn't never a real big guy. Okay. I was always tall and solid. You know, and I was, you know, I was running the rock back then when I was little. You know, so then it just went on from there. And, you know, every year 
I just played, you know, I went to uh, the Boys and Girls Club, they had that weight limit, and I was just like five pounds over, you know, the weight limit to be like a running back or something. So I played defense a lot, and I was really like offense because I didn't want to block nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to even have the ball in my hands, you know, you know, you know, just putting effect on the game besides blocking. So I think that's where my love from defense came, and uh, as we know, with the middle school, yeah, I was a fullback in middle school. Oh, so you running that thing, man? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was running through everybody. <laughs> I was a fullback in defense and in middle school. Mm. Then I left from my other middle school, went to another middle school, and then I played tight end in the end once again. When I got to high school, my freshman year, I was like probably like five eleven, like ten foot, like two twenty five. Ooh. As a freshman? As a, as a freshman, but I wasn't big at all. I wasn't big. I was, like, small, five, like, wait, solid. But five, wait, 5'11", <laughs> 225 as a freshman. Well, that ain't, that ain't small, J. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, like, I was I was just, that's just genetics, I guess. Right. But uh, where I was still playing tight end. Okay. But, uh, you know, the school I went to was pretty small. I believe if we probably been a little bit bigger school, then my coach, my coach, I was saying, he need his hand in the dirt. His name was Eric Reed. That's all I used to say. <laughs> but uh, I played tight end for, like, the most start of it. Then they moved me to uh, offensive line. I was playing left tackle, which I hated. I tried every bit of way to get off that. So what's I some, gave, I put all my effort on defense. What's some, what's, some, what's some stuff you tried to do to get off left tackle? Like show up late to practice? What would you try nah, to do? No, I wouldn't ever do nothing like that. I mean, I did my job. Okay. I just let them know I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> you know, that's not me. You know, I ain't, I never sabotaged myself or okay. my team. Okay. <laughs> good, good. But, good. uh, yeah, so when the big change happened, it was after my freshman year. My, what really happened, my granddad uh, got killed. Um, he got, you know, hit by a drunk driver oh, uh, back home. And, uh, but that really, like, you know, put a little dent on our family, hurt our family. So I gained 50 pounds. You know, I, I wasn't a real big weight lifter or nothing. So I just gained 50 pounds, like, over that course of that summer, like, just of nothing. And, you know, part was depression a little bit. But, um, yeah, so by this time, my sophomore year, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like 6'1" pushing 6'2", like 275. I'm still not that big of a guy. I just gained some weight. And, uh, yeah, that's when them, I was just strictly defense. I I would play a little bit offense here and there, but, you know, it wasn't real big mandatory. And um, fast forward, I don't, even, I don't mean to make the story wrong. No, man, we, uh, no, go yeah. ahead. The story's good. So fast forward. We end up uh, getting a whole new coach, uh, well, not coach staff, but a whole new, like, strength and conditioning coach. His name was Michael Harper. He's actually my personal trainer now. And um, he came in and transformed the whole program in our bodies, man. Like, uh, I dropped, like, 15 pounds of fat and was, was rocked up. I was solid as a rock. And, uh, yeah, I was moving better. I was I was always pretty fast, like right. had some good speed, not fast, but had some good speed. Mm-hmm. 
And um, you know, I had a good junior season. I was still, yeah, they they were using their offense, but they they know like they were, you know, it just wasn't my thing playing. Right. right. But you know, when we were on the defense side of the ball, everything was shut down. Right. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So you know, just continue to do that. And my junior, my summer going into my senior year, I transformed to uh, linebacker, and I was playing linebacker. And man, I tell you, I was running sideline to sideline. Downhill, right? I had this in my phone. I ain't so, so he played right now, you know, playing that linebacker position. But you know, that was good, but that was short lived <laughs> while I was in high school, right? Went to Hargrave Military Academy. Are you wait, you went to a military school? Yeah, I went to Hargrave Military, bro. I went to military school, yeah. I went there after I graduated, it was a uh, postgraduate school. Oh, so you know about like in the morning, Reveille. Oh, yeah. You know about taps at night. Oh, oh my dog. <laughs> I know about all that. Yeah. So, you know, I went through the whole ordeal. You know, I stayed there about a, a half a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing de- defensive tackle there. You know, it was set in stone. I was a solid defensive tackle body by then, you know, 275, <laughs> you know, right. two, or whatever, playing on the inside. And uh, it just went on. And then I went to East Mississippi. Played there for two years. Eastern Mississippi, that's where Last Chance U was. Started St- yeah, yeah. That's where it should have stayed, you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good to get out there and see other junior colleges, though. Right. But um, from Eastern Mississippi, I went on to Alabama. Man, okay. All right, that's a lot. I mean, that's phenomenal, fantastic. Can we go back to when... Uh, your grandfather passed in that, and, and what you went through. Were you close to your grandfather? I was real. That was my dad, basically. You know, I mean, everybody got the same story, but my granddad, like, took me and my brother, like, under his wing. He used to have us on the farm working, or always cutting grass, or always doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, just teaching us, you know, how to be a man, how to be respectful, how to be, you know, held accountable to right from wrongs, you know, all that. One thing I, I just took from him is how to work hard, and, you know, and you know how to grind and be smart about certain situations. Right. You know, and I, and I was very thankful for that, man, because you know I just can't let up. All I know is hard work. I done did it all my life, and I know you know how to be you know headstrong. When I say headstrong, you know, I got a strong mind, so it's it's hard for you know somebody to really. Like get to me or get me down, any of that. Right. Like, you know. So would you say, like, I mean, obviously you said that when he had passed away, uh, got killed in, in that uh, drunk driving accident, you say you went through a little bit of depression, gained 50 pounds. Do you feel like football was your sanctuary? Football was a place that kind of helped you throughout all of the pains you went through. Uh, definitely. You know, just. Because I was um, constantly in sports when I was young. So I played sports year-round. Okay. I'm talking about from literally from January to January. If we won football, it was basketball. When basketball, was track and f- baseball. If we won baseball, it was probably track and field. At you train baseball? Field, yeah. As a track and field, it was it was AAU basketball. AAU basketball is summer workouts with football. So I was constantly, you know what I'm saying, going. And, you know, I felt a little bit of guilt because everybody got that time. They wish they could have spent more time with him. I was just always gone. And so, you know, like, 
you know, we say this stuff happens for a reason. And my brother was there, you know, a lot more. And, you know, in his terms, like, the way my granddad always said, like, like my brother told me, which I even know my granddad told him, was like, you know, Jaren got a different path than you, you know. You're going to have to, you know, not be the, you know, the sacrifice, but, you know, you're going to have to take another route. You're going to have to step up faster, you know. That's just the way it was, and I just feel like, you know, I just owe it to him. And, you know, just football was my outlet, you know, because I was angry a lot. Right. You know, football was definitely the outlet for me, you know. I mean, <laughs> who don't love it? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You talk about your, your brother. Is he older? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I would assume that the two of you guys are really close? Yeah, we, we're two years, ten months apart, is that? Okay. Exactly. And, you know, we the same, but so we can't be like fire night. <laughs> and trust me, I've been going against, my brother's like six, 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 seven, like, ooh, three, whatever. He's a real big guy. Okay. And so I've been going up against big guys all my life. And I, you know, he, honestly, he done nothing but make me better and strong. Like, he used to, like, try to, like, Bullying we played basketball, like back me down all the time. So when I played basketball, like I was bullying the other guys. Right. Football. When I was a freshman, they made me go up against my brother, which they knew it was a mismatch because he was big as hell. I was little as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so but I never been scared of him. Right. You know, I hop around in it. What happened happened. Man, is it uh how good does it feel to I mean you talk. I mean, you being close with your brother and your family, and to have accomplished what you have accomplished, making it to the National Football League—something that not many people do. What's it feel like to have your family proud of you so far? Oh man, you know it feels amazing because you know my brother was a top recruit uh, back in his day. You know, unfortunately he couldn't make it, so you know, I feel like he's living through me sometimes, and I'm the first one in my family. You know. to make it this far in sports and at a major university. Right. You know, and uh, I've never really talked about that because my mom has a degree, but you know, she got her late. And uh, you know, my grandma graduated from Fayetteville State University. And, uh, and so, you know, I just feel, you know, Really accomplished. And it's crazy we talk about it now because you know I never really thought about it like that. Seriously speaking. Really? Yeah. You know, I always just that's how I you know, I usually just try to brush just to the side or try not to think about it or elaborate it on too much. I mean I you know, the the thing about uh, you my man is that I look and see what it is that you've accomplished so far mm -hmm. and going to junior college to get ready to uh uh go to the next level, which is to Alabama. Tell us about that journey. So you get to junior college, and then you got to do well in order to get to a D1 university. Yeah. Tell us about that path. Uh, well, it started off with that. You know, East Mississippi was a great school. And, uh, we had uh, Miss White. Okay. And that was the academic advisor. Mm -hmm. And she was amazing. She stayed on top of us. Uh, she really cared for us. I still talk to her to this day. Do you? You know, I wasn't 
that's the main, you know, reason some kids go to JUCO because, you know, they're, they're just not school kids. You know, some kids, they just don't understand. And they're in a system where, you know, it's what's being taught. It's what they see, so that's what they know. Right. And that was basically with me. So just going somewhere different, you know, and, you know, seeing somebody's really trying to push you academically to do good. Yeah, I mean, once you get there, you know, you see you can have a chance, so you got to try yourself. But um, it was just great, man. You know, had a great support system, great academic staff. You know, they helped me out a lot. Um, I really had to buckle down and do some work. Right. Was, <laughs> you know, the hard part. But other than that, man, it really, you know, helped me prepare for Alabama. Right. And then you get to the University of Alabama. Like, yes, this is the sir. big time. This is, like, one of the top programs in the country. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, here you are on campus. Man, tell us what that was like. I mean, give us something that like, happened, like, your first week, the, the first time that you knew, like, okay, I'm at the University of Alabama. Uh, when I got into the locker room, Seen the whole team, and everybody was like, seemed like they was above 6'3. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and you ain't never seen nothing like it this. Was, man, when I tell you, the team was so huge. It was so <laughs> huge. I was like, man, these some big ass boys. Right. It was a huge. But you know, I had to look at myself. I mean, once again, I've never been scared, never backed down for nobody. Okay. So I was bugging out. I said, "Oh yeah, this is where I need to be. This is where I'm, you know, be able to take my game to another level. You know, playing with these guys. But then, you know, you find out a lot. I'm a grown man. <laughs> Just know that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, some of those, you know, would you say that all of the people that are big in that room?" Do, or do they all have it? You know, everybody doesn't have it. The it. You know what I'm talking everybody, about, that it. Everybody doesn't have that it. I know what you're saying, but, you know, that's something that everybody going to have. Everybody can't have that it. But, I mean, they were definitely good. They were there for a reason. If right. you ask me, anybody there could have started at any other school. Right. It was just so many other people, you know. Right. But at the end of the day, everybody was good. Everybody, everybody. So you were successful at the University of Alabama, so much so that the Seahawks took you in the second round. Yep, yep. The last, aka, the last guy in the green room. Oh, was your last guy in the green I room? Was the very last guy. Oh, tell us about that. Um, you know, it was okay. It was fine. I didn't let him get me down. I enjoyed my time. Enjoyed my family. And you know, Alabama, we was. It was, it was a real brotherhood. Like, those guys are some of my, you know, some of my closest friends, you know, to this day. I had Sean and Reggie and DJ Petway and my friend Trevor Jackson. My, that's my best friend. He's also the bro, root to the bro. Um, Mike Sykes. You know, I, I had the closest people with me there that support me. You know, my teammates. Even after they were drafted, they couldn't want to celebrate it. They stayed there and waited for me. So, oh man, the other, you know, yeah. So that was really amazing. You know, one thing I remember telling, you know, uh, Schneider and Coach Pete on the phone, told them I promise you got a player coming. 
because regardless of being drafted, you know, I just felt like people were still sleeping on me, which they still sleeping on me today, which is okay. Because, you know, I don't ever want to lose that edge or that chip that I have on my shoulder. Right. How does, uh, when you look at John Schneider and Pete Carroll, the fact that they did take you so high in the draft and everything, what does that feel to know that they elite, that they had the confidence in you? Um, you know, I think, you know, they knew what a player they had coming. See, one thing about that that stole me off is all political, you know, and it's all he's this type of guy, he's that type of guy. They try to put a staple on you, which is, you know, I was ready to get in, you know, just so I could surprise everybody. You know, some people, you never know who's down. But, you know, somebody has to take a chance. Somebody got to pull that shot. Right. And, you know, and I think Coach P and John Snyder and, you know, the whole finals, they did a good job, you know, just on, you know, just taking a chance on me. You know, and I didn't want to let them down. I wanted to come <clears> in here and, you know, be the best I can be. Right. And I want to, I really, <laughs> I ain't got to be dead against nobody, but, you know, I really want to be like, okay, you passed on me, you picked this guy over me, oh, I'm about to play better than this guy. Right. I'm about to show you that, you know, this guy wasn't better than me, you know, that he's not better than me. You know, that's just, you know, the type of mentality I got, you know. Right. Just well, so I can play with that edge. Well, you were coming up on year three, and the other day, I was walking past the stadium at CenturyLink, and, man, I saw your face on the side of the stadium. I'm like, man, Jay Reed, he's on the side. His face, his picture is on the side. So I was thinking, there's many people, and I've gotten to know you over the few years you've been here, but a lot of fans are like, man, what's, what's Jay Reed like? Tell the fans, what's something that most of us don't know about you? <laughs> what, what's, what's, tell us something uh, we, we should know about you. Because uh, uh, we we're really getting to, to know Jay Reed. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> in my song. Oh, you, you like the yeah. song? But uh, I love music. I love music. Yeah. All type of music. I probably know more than what you think I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, when I'm in my comfort zone, I can't dance, but I be trying all the dance. I try it all. Oh, you been dancing at training camp? Shoo. <laughs> you know that. All that. I be trying all that. Are you been having fun? You, I mean, really, for the fans that have been at training camp, they've seen you, and for those that haven't, I got to let you know, y'all know, Jay Reed, you've been doing a lot of dancing this training camp, <laughs> man. Like, that's become a staple. I don't know, man. You know, it's it's, it's early. You want to gather. You want to wake up. You know, get some energy going. Like right. I said, you know, that's my comfort zone. Right. I'm in my comfort zone. You won't catch me doing it outside of there. Not unless I'm <laughs> I'm just really in a goofy mood. Right. But uh, yeah. So I get here, here a little old school. He's going on here a little two step. Right. You know, the kids be over there. They do the whole. Oh, the, the, the little floss stuff? All the Fortnite stuff? Okay, okay. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I, just, you know, I just like to have a good time. Tell, tell us about that D-line room right now, man. We, we want to know. We know about you. We know about Frank Clark, uh, Quentin Jefferson. You know what I mean? What's the, what's the vibe like? Tell us about the D-line room. 
Oh man, you know, I think this year, you know, we're closer than than ever. Um, we got great chemistry going on, man. Like I told everybody else, you know, right now we're a bunch of nobodies, you know, because everybody's so stuck on, you know, the guys that left. You know, that's okay. You know, that's all they known for years. But it's like, you know, we catch the young bulls in town. <laughs> you know, we ready. We see in red. We we huffing smoke coming out of nose. We ready to go. Right. You know, and we just ready, you know. We're not saying they wouldn't come out, you know, do everything, but sure, we're gonna play hard. Sure. You know, we're not laying down for nobody. What are some you things? Know? So some of those guys that you did have the opportunity to learn from. Obviously, right now your D line coach, you got Clint Hurt. That's that's a good dude right there. Uh, what are some things that you were able to take from those guys that were here that you're able to use for yourself and your career and teaching these next young guys? I'm um, definitely you know how to be a pro. You know how to how how to watch them, how to analyze, how to dissect. You know how to read formations. You know just different things of actually knowing your defense and knowing where people are in places that you can go and not go, so you can play fast. Mm -hmm. You know just being confident in your play. So that's what I took. You know from them, you know to pass on to the younger guys. And and, and when you're not playing football, when you're away, you at home. What you like to do about that? Did I hear you be on the grill? Oh, yeah. I'm you don't know nothing about that grill, Jay Reed. All right, first off, I'm a 7D bruh, Beta Ada, <laughs> University of Alabama. All bros can grill. Well, not all bros, but well, okay. I can. So, all right, so let's just say that there was a cook, a grill competition, and they say, Jay Reed, you can grill anything. What would be something that you would go, what would be your go-to that you would grill? I mean, for a competition. For a competition, would it be some ribs, your steak? What would it? What, what would it be? Chicken, bar, jerk chicken. I'm definitely gonna put the chicken on there first. That's guaranteed. <laughs> so you know, your, your secret in your seasonings? Oh, I definitely can't tell you that. Oh, you can't tell us your seasonings? I definitely can't tell you that. <laughs> if I tell you, I might gotta hunt you down. Who, outside of you, who in that locker room on the Seahawks? is a good cook or can be pretty good on the grill? I don't know. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you number one like that, huh? I don't know. We might go to the coach's office and one of that. Probably the drill or remote somebody. <laughs> well, the last thing I have guys do when they in the car driving with G, any kind of message, last message, things you want to say to the fans before you get on out the car? Um, no, just... Make sure you come in and see the supporters. We know y'all miss those other guys, but hey, the new ones are in town. You know we're here to stay. We're for you guys. We love the 12s. You know, just be ready for this season. You know, we got a lot coming up. All right. Well, Jay Reed, man, really appreciate you jumping in the car with me, man. Yeah. Uh, you want some more seaweed, I'll be, bro? I'll be safe with that seaweed. I don't want no more of that. <laughs> That's seaweed. No. That's seaweed. No. Good, huh? no more of that. Mm-hmm.